0: And online at 960theBull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 the Bull. CBS Sports Radio.
1: And welcome to Hour Two of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenora Community College. Today is Wednesday, March the first, in the year of the Lord 2023. This is Hour Two of the uh of episode 812 of the Brian Hanks Show. Presented by our good friends over at Lenore Community College. Uh, the birthday game coming up here at the end of this hour. But, man, we are so honored here. In a couple of moments, we're going to have James Alverson of the NCHSAA. And we'll, we'll get into all that in a moment about uh, why we're having him on today. It's kind of bittersweet in a way. But, like I said, we'll get to that in a little bit. If you missed the first hour of today's show, though, by God, you missed a really good hour. We had uh, Junior Smith the third on from ENCmoments.com. He helped us uh, break down uh, and look back at the uh, prep basketball season. We did a little uh, spring cleaning, a little uh, spring previews of uh, baseball, softball in our neck of the woods. So uh, if you missed the first hour, then by golly, you can listen to the replay of this uh, hour at uh, BrianHanks.com. Just you can click on it there, or tune in to 960 The Bull, 960TheBull.com at three o'clock, and you can listen to our replay of it then. Um, uh, I, I talked about it a little bit in the first hour, but I wanted to do it again here in the second hour. Thank you so much to the folks over at Lenore community college and the uh, chamber had a great time at the adult spelling bee last night. Had a, I mean, a really, really good time. Uh, our team, uh, we, I was on the United way team and, uh, we ended up finishing eighth out of 30 teams had a blast, but listen, I wanted to thank Vicky uh, Vicki Jones and the County chamber of commerce, Matt Young from the CSS news museum, uh, April Houston, Catherine Pearson, Redding Pittman, ton of great, uh, volunteers. And then of course, Linda Whittington who did a great job, uh, with it too. But, uh, so there you go. Uh, again, if you missed the first time we talked to, uh, I, I went in depth about that. We did our hometown heroes, everything. Then be sure to, uh, to check that out by going to brianhanks.com. Uh, so, uh, as we're getting our uh, guest up here on the line here with us in our second hour, uh, it's James Alverson, uh, from the North Carolina high school athletic association, at least for one more day. Right, James. That's it. One more day what in the world man you guys you guys (laughs) hey i gotta tell you man you we like we we love you here you you talk about it and there's a ton of stuff i want to ask you about one of them is just filling the big shoes of rick strunk and as ably and as awesome as you did uh and doing that but uh what in the world man i didn't usually uh, you know my ears to the ground with all the happenings up there in chapel hill and all this talk about sneaking something past me here i'm you know how i bother you all the time this is what i was telling people in the first hour james that you know i'll bug you about a i need a stats update or you know where does this coach rank with this and you're always so freaking awesome about it you always give me your time uh and and i'm going to miss that dude but what in the world dude you got some explaining to do what in the world you're leaving the nchsaa
2: dude well brian here's the thing so uh, you know, high school athletics is about learning life lessons, right? We hear that all the time when we go to an NCHSA event. And uh, throughout my seven years here at the association, I've continued to learn life lessons through what I've learned. And one of the things that I've learned is that family's got to come first. And when you say that, you got to mean it. And uh, I'm, my family and I moved to Sanford about two years ago. And I've got a five year old son that's about to go into kindergarten, and daddy's 50 minutes away uh, from home every day for work, uh, and a lot of weekends. And so, um, opportunity came available to go to Lee County schools, uh, as their public information officer, they approached me. Um, I, w- I wasn't looking and, uh, but it was an opportunity that I really couldn't turn down to be close to home, close to family, still be involved in athletics in some extent, but, uh, I'll, I'll be a lot closer Lot better able to help with my kids, and and I'm just I'm just trying to be for Sanford, North Carolina, what Brian Hanks is for Kansas. <laughs> That's really all it's about. Oh, uh, dear, I'm right. trying to do for get... Sanford what what
1: you do for Kansas. So. Let, let, let me tell you something, my friend. Uh and when I say my friend, I mean truly my friend. We've been I'd like to think we've been boys for a long time
2: here, Alverson, but uh you you hey, going can, all you the can... way back to my days in radio, so it, you know, all the way back to the ninety nine nine the fan days in my career, Brian Hanks and I we we have done <laughs> some things. So uh, but you know what? it's it, it's a good thing and you know, I've still got great connections across the state. I hope when high school athletics is in the conversation you still pick up the phone and call me. Because, hey, I love it. I love high school athletics. I still want to be involved, and I'm going to be involved just in a different capacity.
1: I have got, literally, and I've not written anything down but like eight questions in my head. And and the first one <laughs> is, you knew, and and I mean this sincerely, and you you would love and adore him as much as I do, but uh, Rick Strunk, who was probably, arguably, even more than the commissioners of the SAA, and especially on the media side, Rick was that guy that kind of, and I'm segwaying to you here in a moment, of course, but that dude, I bothered at all hours of the day, dude. I mean, if I, (laughs) you know, if there was a scoring thing coming up, I mean, I could hit Rick up. You knew when you took that job, you were stepping in some pretty big shoes there, didn't you, James?
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, Rick's a hall of famer for a reason. He's an outstanding person, uh, but he's also was a great hard worker. He loved the high school athletic association and he built. Uh, the record books that we have, Uh, you know, the records that we have in North Carolina are because of the work that Rick Strunk did uh, over the course of his 30 year career here at the association. And uh, you know, the history that we're able to remember and tell uh, is all because he documented it. And uh, I've, I've been the beneficiary of that. I've been a beneficiary of his friendship for, for my entire uh, media career, but also especially the last seven years, and uh, he he still lives locally in, in Carborough, Chapel Hill area, and so you know we still we we're, we're get lunch regularly, and I'd still pick up the phone and call Rick on, on a lot of things. If there was a the question of, hey, when about when did this happen? And he and he pretty much could nail it. Uh, if we were looking for a ruling or uh, you know when a policy changed in the handbook. He could get you in the ballpark pretty quick, uh, just from his memory. Outstanding memory, but uh, a better man, and I, I really benefited from his friendship and his. Uh, you know, he's been a colleague, uh, even though we didn't work in the same building together. He's been a colleague to me.
1: Well, and when you've got that kind of resource, you know you're going to do well. But and and I mean this, Alverson. I have told. I mean, the coaches around here feel this way too there's never going to be another rick strunk like there was never going to be another dean smith and there's never going to be another woody durham or jeff charles or i'm just thinking about these legendary people who you know spent so much of their life dude you've done a fantastic job and listen i got nothing to suck up to you about anymore okay because uh, you're leaving the (laughs) position you're just but you did dude i mean you poured your heart and your soul into this job much the same way that rick did and i wonder you know having to follow somebody like that did you feel like you maybe maybe you had something to prove the hey there's not going to be a drop off with rick gone i'm going to do just as much as he did and try to be the kind of person he was was there any of that in your thought process there james
2: no i i mean i knew that rick was a legend and i you know I was going to come in and I'm going to be my own man. I'm going to do it the way that I think it needs to be done and the way that I believe that it, it should be best done. And, uh, you know, one of my one of my life verses is Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, work heartily as unto the Lord. And I'm not working for Rick. I'm not working for Hugh Tucker. I'm not working for the association. I work like I'm working for the Lord. And so that's why I've, I've done what I've done. Uh, you know, work hard, get it done, do what needs to be done to make make the best uh, of any situation that we're in, make sure those records get updated, make sure that the championship information is updated, and to take care of our member schools uh, and do the best that I can to make their jobs a little bit easier, hopefully, and highlight the great things that they're doing in their schools
1: absolutely that voice you're listening to is james alverson assistant commissioner of the uh, north carolina high school athletic association well for one more
2: day at least Yep. <laughs> you know, like well that. you got till you got till four thirty 30 this day thank you 4 30 you need to do like
1: uh you know like presidents do on their final day are there any pardons you're going to be handing out today uh, I am going
2: to officially, uh, I, I will officially declare that Brian Hanks' media pass is no longer revoked. <laughs> Whew. Man, that's it. Hey, wait a minute. It was revoked. Just for today. Just, so <laughs> just I can Pardon, for pardon you. <laughs> I, I'll revoke it so that I can pardon you later. How about that? Now, see, no, here's what I was hoping
1: that you were going to give me the lifetime media pass, you know, here on your final day that, you know, you,
2: you've got, <sighs> it, can, can we get that paperwork through? There, there, there's only one person that I've ever given a lifetime media pass to uh, and he no longer needs it because he's a Hall of Famer. Uh NCH is a Hall of Famer. Is so got pass Vaughn? wherever he needs it. That is Earl Vaughn. The Dude, Earl Vaughn. how about that? Um, I
1: guess that without you even telling me. I love it.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, he, he the Earl Vaughn. Uh, as he was bouncing around a couple different outlets at the end of his career, he was like, Yeah, I don't know where I'm going to be. I was like, Earl, don't worry about your pass. You're good. Uh, You have a lifetime media pass, as much as he's done for the High School Athletic Association. And he was another one of those people that, um, you know, eastern half of the state, he really helped me out as I started into this role, just in terms of helping with research and cleaning up things. And if I ever had a question about what was going on in a certain area, I could always call Earl and he knew. Uh, and so he, he was one of those that was really a good friend of the association. It's been a dear friend to me as
1: well. Talk about some of those people there. And I know I'm sorry. I just asked you a talk about question. I should be smacked right now, James, but, uh, but there are, I mean, the Earl Vaughn's that just cements the,
2: the banishment that I'm going to give you a little bit. Um, You
1: you can list that as one of the reasons he gave me a talk about question. Okay. That's right. But I think about Earl, and I think about Tim Stevens, obviously, up in Raleigh. I think about Langston Wirtz uh, in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Stevens, obviously, right there in Raleigh, uh, or in Raleigh, too. I mean, we do, and I know prep sports have taken a little bit of a hit with the, the downfall of uh, newspapers and how they've kind of really fallen apart here in the past few years. But uh, I, I want to give you an opportunity to, to brag on some of those people that, that you've worked with at, throughout the state, Alverson.
2: Uh, there have been outstanding ones um all over the state. Jackson Fuller at the Star News was really good for a couple of years while he was there. Tim Hower was outstanding down in Wilmington as well. Uh, Malcolm Shields, Owen Hassel, they did great work up in the northeastern corner, and they were always helpful. Sam Walker on the, on the oh, outer yeah. bank. He's yeah. not really a prep – he's not really as much of a prep guy, but he knows what's going on and pays attention. <laughs> and so if there was something – if I was missing a score one night or something, I could text Sam, I could call Sam and he would get it in, and uh, so those guys are great. Um, you know, you can look across the state. There have been so many that have just been good. Um, you know, Dave Pulaski over in Winston-Salem has been a really great friend to us and to me uh, over the last several years as I've gotten to know him at WSJF, uh, with their sports coverage, and Joel Hooper, WIFM up in uh, Mount Airy area, the Elkin area. They do great work covering those little 1A, 2A schools up there, and Oaks in Surrey County and uh, do a great broadcast on Friday nights as I'm driving through there. Sometimes I like to, to tune in and listen to Joel's call of the game. Uh, but there's just so many and there's too many to name really. Uh, Joseph Rara was really, really outstanding at yeah. the news and record and I, I hated to see him leave um, here a couple of months ago. And like you said, you know, prep sports coverage in our state has really been decimated uh, with all the mergers, with all the uh, downsizing at local newspapers and uh, you know I I think it's it's more important than ever for schools to tell their own story and that's part of why I'm making the change that I'm making now uh to go into Lee County Public Schools um you know one of the things we learn in high school athletics is we learn to compete and our public schools now have to compete for students um and part of that is telling the stories of what's going on in your community and making sure that people know what's going on Making sure that people know that those games are happening on Thursday night or Friday night um, and, and that they're out there and that people can get to those games to help support those young people. Because community support is so important for planting the seeds for our next generation. Or, You know, planting that next generation, the seeds, planting them in the soil that's going to grow. You need their community support to have good soil for those seeds to grow up and really do what we need them to do as the next generation, to be that next generation of leaders. And so um, as as newspapers have taken a hit, I think it's going to come to a point where schools have got to tell their stories uh, a little bit better. And that's a little bit why I'm making that change. Uh, you know, there, Nick Stevens, J. Mike Blake, you know, I, I count them as great friends. You're among them. Uh, as well, there, Chris Miller down at Jacksonville Daily News uh, has been a good resource, a great person as well to work with, and you know I'm going to miss those day-to-day relationships with statewide uh, folks. But um, at the same time, I, I I don't think that the bond there's a there's a different bond, Brian. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, uh, from people who've covered high school athletics because it's hard work. It it's pretty easy to cover NC State, Duke, Carolina. Uh, you have a lot of stuff handed to you. Uh, it, it's pretty easy, but when you're, you're covering high school sports and you're doing a good job covering high school sports, it's a grind. Uh, you don't get the appreciation. You don't get the help, the resources uh, that those universities have the ability to do, but when you're telling great stories, it's worth it, and so the, the people who have done it, it's one of those if-you-know-you-know you know kind of things, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, when when you're in a room or when you're at a at a table sitting down, eating a meal with, with these guys who have been through the wars like you have, um, there's just a great camaraderie, and I, and I will always appreciate that about people who have really poured their life into covering high school athletics.
1: And that's the reason why I respect people like uh, like Earl Vaughn and Tim Stevens and Chris Hobbs and Langston Wirtz and those kind and, of guys that yeah. really have that. I mean, that – really did spin i mean when you think about earl you think about tim you think about chris and even langston who's been covering uh see langston's my age so it's hard for me to consider him you know like a an old time guy but uh dude he's been you're an old timer go ahead you're (laughs) an old timer now brian
2: go ahead and admit it
1: but, no, it, it is, know, but it is but and I love what you said, and you made the great point. But that's what was so awesome about going and doing regional championships or state championships, James, is that Rick before you and then even you taking it to the next level there, dude, is that, you know, if I'm covering a North Lenora kinston basketball game, yeah, maybe the TV people show up and shoot five, ten minutes of it, but you know what? If James Alverson wants to know, hey, this player allegedly went for a triple double, you're not calling the school, you're not calling the TV station, you're calling me to say, "Hey, did that really happen? What, what do your numbers say?" Because, you know, listen, and nothing against schools, but you know, sometimes they'll they'll. I know you've known you maybe you've noticed this a time or two people are padding stats. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yes, yes, it happens. Dude, I've got so many <laughs> stories and you do too, Alverson. You know you do. Of uh, you know, you you've kept just really good stats. Let's say even football. Let's go to football for a moment and you got a All guy right. that ran, you know, thirty one times for two hundred and nineteen yards, which hey, and three touchdowns. Heck, that's a heck of a night in and of itself. Then you talk to the coach afterward and he's like, Well, thanks uh man, I got him for uh two hundred and eighty yards on and you know man, I've kept exquisite stats on. So I know I'm right. <sighs> They'll pat him sometimes, dude. Well, wait a minute. How, why did you get, you gave him 25 yards here on a run back uh, of a kickoff. You know, that's not a rushing category. Well, it, is, right. it is in our book, Hanks.
2: <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> um, it's, 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 it, it's one of those things, you know, you want to give kids credit. I get it. Uh, but at the same time, there's definitions to how stats are taken to determine that you know, we got to do our best to, to educate folks as to how it's done. Um, you know, just so that the record books can stay the way that they need to stay, that they're accurate, that every stat was taken uh, in a similar manner and the same definition of each stat was applied. It's, it's Like, I don't count touchdown passes as touchdowns. Because it's touchdown responsibility. That's a different stat. That's yeah. a different definition. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you know how that is. Yes, and yes, it's, yes, uh, yes. we're, we're the, not giving the, out hockey assists. We're not doing any of those kind of things. So, well, the I worst
1: part. No, I understand. And the worst part, though, is like when you add up first downs at the end of a, at a game, and you talk to a coach, and you're like, okay, I've got this team with 17 first downs. They've only got them with 12. Well, you do know if a touchdown is longer than 10 yards and they score, that's a first down really listen coaches don't know that I mean a lot of coaches that you talk to don't know that and and that's how you'll have those listen we could go down that road for a long time but I did want to point out Like you said, dude, I mean, I had the honor back in the 90s of covering ACC basketball and ACC football and even some Gardner-Webb stuff and all that. And it is amazing that, you know, you walk into – let's just use Chapel Hill as an example. and They sit you down in the seat, and they're feeding you stats every four-minute timeout, you know, or after every, uh, you know, the the 16, 12, 8, and 4, you're getting all the stats. You don't have to keep anything. All you have to do is just – James, all you have to do is just watch the game, and it's 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 – You know, it's up and right, (laughs) right? Exactly. But you do a good job of that at the championships too, though. And that's what I, yeah, I've actually helped you a couple of times with that. And it it is fun and and watching you. And like I said, just how seriously you take this and you get these prep sports reporters who this is maybe only their second or third championship or something, or maybe even their first. And then they realize, wait, I, I, I don't have to keep stats because Alverson and his crew is over there doing, man,
2: man, that's awesome. We try to give you a little bit of a break and a little <laughs> bit of pat on the back when you get to that level because, I mean, it's a championships at the high school level are special events for communities. I, I, I love being able to be around the championships because it's a special event for community members, and they come. It's a celebration of their community. It's a celebration of the kids in their community, and especially when they win one. It's really special. Something that sticks with them forever, but um, if we can treat them just the, the little things, we can do just the little things to make them feel accommodated and special, uh, to help make that day an extra special memory. That's, that's what I've been about. That's what we've been about here at the High School Athletic Association. And I'll say, you know, that includes right down to the newspaper reporter, right down to the photographer who's been taking pictures of this team for the whole year, uh, or several years. I mean, you've got guys that have been taking pictures for, Farmville Central for 30 years now and they're still following the team you know you've got guys who have been following the Kinston Vikings like yourself and been doing their PA and writing their game stories and doing their stats for 30 years and it's a special day for them to walk into the Smith Center and experience their team their community on the floor playing for a state championship and and I would argue particularly in basketball, there's no better state in the country to play for a state championship than in North Carolina.
1: I would agree with you wholeheartedly. Again, that voice you listen to is James Alverson. Uh, he's been he's assistant commissioner with the North Carolina High School Athletic Association and has uh, handled the media so great for the last seven years. Today is his last day. I can't believe I'm saying those words. Hey, I got to thank a sponsor here real quick. Got to thank UNC Lenore Please. Healthcare. They're the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hank Show. With the medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road, right here in kinston for all your healthcare needs. Or call them at two five two. 522-7000. 2, 2, and again, thank you to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. I want to get right back to it because we've only got, got about seven or eight minutes left, and I literally have three or four more questions. But i got to ask you, you've overseen. <laughs> it's James Alverson, our big interview today from the North Carolina High School Athletic Association on his final day in office. Uh, and you've overseen. Uh, we were talking about just the way media has changed. Even seven years ago, newspaper, heck, I was still with a. newspaper. Newspaper seven years ago i mean newspapers were still and i'm doing air quotes here they were still a thing seven years ago when you took over and uh it has really changed not just newspapers but just media in general and you have overseen really that change from maybe a uh, newspaper driven coverage of prep sports in north carolina to help me here alverson it's more i guess it's more websites it's more like what junius does with uh enc moments here in kinston and uh it really is just talk talk a little bit about that evolution good god i did another talk about that i'm really going to be banned now tell us about (laughs) this evolution and speak to just this evolution of the way media has changed in your seven years in this office
2: Uh, it would be, I would be hard pressed to really put into words how it's happened because it happened a whole lot quicker than I think any of us expected. But, um, you know, website immediate content has become the norm. And, uh, unfortunately, as that happened where all the prep coverage resources had been put, all of our eggs were in the newspaper basket for the most part. Um, and so people now expect more video. They expect immediacy and they don't necessarily want to go behind a paywall. So um, I I think that there's been a lot of things that have contributed to that uh, change, but yeah, it is more of your mom and pop, your pop-up blogger, your pop-up website, um, those types of things. And we've at the association, my philosophy has been if you don't have your own website that you manage and it's not just a Twitter feed or a Facebook feed, you know, some type of social media feed, then you're not acting truly as media because you can't completely control your content on your website. You can. And so, uh, that's kind of been the philosophy here and whatever they do after I leave here, uh, that's going to be up to the folks that that fall in behind me, but that's been the philosophy and and it is more mom and pops. And so we've had to see some, some changes and how things have been done, including, uh, what our board of directors did. That was a first, uh, in the country, as far as we have been able to tell, Uh, In instituting mandatory background checks before media credentials are issued. Uh, You know, your newspaper companies, they used to do them. Yeah. Well, now it's mom and pops. Now it's a mom and pop operation and they don't necessarily do them for their employees. So, um, you know, we've, we've had to take that step upon ourselves to, to make sure that we're doing the best we can to protect uh, our student athletes and not be negligent in our responsibilities and who we give access to. So, um, you know, those are some things that have changed, and I, I never thought I would have seen the day where, you know, a state association would have to ask for a background check on a media person. Uh, but here we are, and uh, we've kind of adapted to those changing tides as quickly as we can. Uh, that's why we've gone to digital media cards. It's almost like a digital ticket to get in now instead of, uh, you know, the hard credential, which – you can't revoke as easily, right? So um just been a lot of lot of things that we've had to adapt to the change in time and COVID really sped that process up and and we've we've made it to this point and I'm proud of the work that, that we've been able to do with the association over the last seven years. Well,
1: let's, uh, we'll wrap it up here. Again, that's James Alverson, North Carolina High School Athletic Association, joining us here on his final day. Like I said, in office uh, from Chapel Hill. Uh, how tough, are, I get this is a, kind of a softball question, but uh, because I, I think I know the, but I know the answer to this, but this was a tough decision for you. I know. I mean, this is, you have, you love prep sports. You did from your 99-9 days uh, to you going to Chapel Hill to be in the position you're in today. This had to be a really, really tough
2: decision for you, wasn't it? Uh, it's hard it was hard to picture myself in any other role other than directly involved in athletics all day every day uh that was the hardest part honestly brian but um you know i looked at my priorities had to examine my priorities for my life uh, the things that i feel like have been given to me to steward and shepherd and number one of those things is my faith number two is my family right behind that and Um, You know, i got a five-year-old, i got a -a one-and-a-half-year-old, they're going to be in schools very soon. Um, My grandfather passed away back in December, and as I was kind of looking back on his life and realizing why he was able to live as a 92-year-old man in the middle of nowhere in Alabama, down in the swamp, (laughs) I just kind of realized, you know, like, he deeply rooted himself in his community, and so when he needed it, the people in his community took care of him because he had taken care of them over the course of his life. And um, and that just spoke to me a lot. And when this opportunity came up to root myself a little bit more deeply in my community in Sanford, be closer to my family, be able to prioritize my kids and my wife, um, prep sports is something I love, but it was something that I could give up to get something better um, for my life. And, and I believe that God does have something better for me. Uh, than, than where I am now. And that's not to say that it's been bad the last 15 years, and I certainly will continue to be involved in in high school athletics. It'll just be a different capacity. And it's just it was just time to reorder my priorities a little bit in my life, Brian. And so it was a tough decision, but it, it was pretty clear. Uh, and when everything came down to it, it was pretty clear which way I needed to go. Well, I'll
1: tell you this, and I'll say it here to anybody that wants to hear me. I mean, I know it was tough following Rick. It's going to be hella tough to follow James Alverson, and I mean that sincerely, dude. It's bittersweet. I'm happy for you. I really am. I'm happy for you, but it just – Dude, just the comfort of being able to – dude, how you, you – we won't get into because, like I said, we're up against it right now, up against our break. But, yeah. uh If people knew the time, the hours of the day that I've texted you about something or called you, and you even on the other end calling me about something, it's been all – it's even, even more than it was with Rick. I mean, because I – you know, I consider – not that I don't consider Rick a friend, but I consider you a friend, and it was just easy just to, you know, text you at 10.30 at night if we had a player – or a coming close to a record or something and and ask you and dude and you always answered every single time dude i'm gonna miss that dude listen james alverson you're a great dude and you're totally gonna be missed that's all i know to say dude thank you so much for joining me here on the show i know it's a crazy busy day here on your last day in office and you gave us 30 minutes i appreciate it thank you so much okay anything for brian hanks and kinston and uh
2: you guys don't be don't be a stranger hanks you can pick up the phone and call i still know what's going on
1: <laughs> dude you're the best james alverson thank All you right, so man. much my friend okay see you Hanks. see you dude that is uh james alverson let's uh, man i'm gonna miss him hey let's play the birthday game we'll come back and wrap up the show right after that today is wednesday hump day march the first in the year of the lord 2023 It's time for us to start another month of the birthday game here on uh, the Brian Hanks Show. Let the fix begin. (laughs) Dude, (laughs) I think part of it, because I've had a whole day to sleep on it now, John, but I think part of it was maybe I built it up too much.
3: You know, every month I beg you to not build it up, (laughs) and every month you build it up more. It's like me asking you not to do it makes you build it up. Uh And then you throw out Jason. Jason Aldean. Whatever his name is.
0: (laughs) You made him sound like Porky Pig. You well, sort of ask
3: did. That would be an improvement. You sort of sounded like him yeah. there.
1: Hey, you know what? This is going to make you happy. We've got three musicians to start the month to start today, okay? You will like two of them. I know for a fact you'll like two of them. One of them you're going to be pretty angry at me at. And I'm going to ask you, John, Dol- Jonathan Massey, if you'll take that stick away from him uh, before, we do the, before we do it, okay?
0: I think he deserves to have it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I don't know about all that. But anyway... <laughs>
0: Just be glad it isn't an aluminum bat. Because based on what he said, he can do some dangerous things with one of those. Yeah, yeah. And we thank you for that. Yeah, we do. Work for Buford Pusser.
3: There you go.
1: Uh, Thank you for your service. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Jonathan Massey, you won last month 11 days to nine. Even though it was up in the air, you could have lost last month if uh, John had come to play yesterday. (laughs) Oh,
0: I can't even remember. Boy, you are. playing a dangerous game there
1: yeah i know is he looking at me
0: (laughs) no you're fine jason
1: aldean and luka donkic (laughs) kazoon (laughs) tight yeah and mario andretti
0: okay he knew that one sort of
3: well no you got it you were up three i know i got it he said one less than i did and got it but you gotta give him credit
1: i give him nothing nothing.
0: Oh, I love it when it goes so off good. the rails before we ever do the GoEco. I do,
1: too. I do, too. Why don't you tell us about GoEco Office Automation over there, uh, Jonathan Massey? <clears throat> well,
0: GoEco Office Automation, is a, it started as a humble company, and now they are just a force to be reckoned with in the office automation game. Some would say the only force in the office automation game, and that's because the rest of them pale in comparison to what Jock Pasolik and his crew have done right here in humble little Kinston, North Carolina, with the GoECO Office Innovation Center. And if you want to be a part of that, you just need to give Jock a call. At
1: what, you have Wait a minute. You've got his number?
0: Of course I have his number, but I'm a winner. Winners get things.
1: You don't have his number, do you, John Dawson? I got one number.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I can answer that for you. He has nothing! <laughs> he has
1: nothing. There you go. Okay, what is that number over there, Mizzle? Um,
0: it's 252. 252 286 286, 286 53 Why did you block
3: me? We were trying to look deeply into each other's eyes. You oh, we look day. like Paul End at a Menudo concert.
1: <laughs> the <laughs> the last Paul. time
0: you did that, it ended horribly. Yeah, or you exactly. can visit his website at goecomc.com or whatisgoeco.com for more information.
1: Well, there you Back go. Back to you, Brian. I absolutely. Why don't we jump into it? We've got a musical hint. Yeah! To start, Harry Belafonte. there you go.
3: Here, where's Harry Belafonte ranking? I, he was a <laughs> calypso singer, so there was like three of them. So I guess he'd be pretty high. Is <laughs> it day? it What movie was this in?
0: Come and I have,
1: have no idea. Go. You obviously didn't, because it's one of the pivotal parts. Wait a minute.
0: Work all night on uh, a drink Oh, Beetlejuice.
1: Yeah. Daylight come, and we want to go.
0: Stock banana, You might be the widest rum. human on the
1: planet. <laughs> a, I don't think that's the first time I've heard that, okay? <laughs> Today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this got kind of weird, huh? It did get kind of weird. Okay, Harry Belafonte over there. Foot, Ju- wait a minute. Oh, good lord, man.
0: That's
1: a cool song, man. Yes, it is. Don't ask me for another Harry Belafonte song because I don't really know any, but I know this one. Jumping yeah. the line. Look Belafonte? at you. You want me to play it? Here. Let's- Look at you, John, Jonathan Massey those two Harry Belafonte songs. Hey, How can you listen hey, to this and hey, not want to move? I'm being shake, serious.
0: Shake, shake, Sinara, shake your body, Linus. <laughs> shake, 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 sinora, shake it all the
3: time. <laughs> oh, Massey with the <laughs>
0: choreography. Oh, I didn't do sinora, it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get, get Brian to shake. Okay, stop! Stop, <laughs> stop! Stop! Stop, Sonora. My girl's name is Sonora. Ooh. I tell you friends I adore her, and when Ooh. she dances, oh brother, she's a hurricane in all kinds of weather. That's John awesome. She's Harry a hurricane Belafonte.
3: in all kinds of weather. That's how, a great line. That is a great line.
1: Jonathan Massey, how old is Harry Belafonte today? Eighty-three. You say eighty-three? What do you say, John Dawson? Ninety. How about, he was born March 1st, 1927. Holy he's 96 today.
0: I was trying to give the man some credit. Yeah, he's 96. Uh, he racking those years up.
1: Yes, he is. So good uh, for hey, him.
0: On top of it, you take a one to nothing lead, John Dawson. You can't lose this month. It would be impossible. <laughs> well, he, he buried you kind of early this month, huh? <laughs>
1: Let's see. Here we go. Here is. Uh... It's hard to find a song just by this guy by himself for who is some it? I'll tell you. Yeah, you're not gonna like it. So I'm going to.
3: Uh... I hear a lot you're right. I
1: hate this. Do you know who it is
3: though? No. Uh,
0: you got me. Really.
3: I might go down to the I can
0: I can take some stabs here. Take it's, a stab. It's a guy, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't know Sam Smith. Nope. Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> nope, but I love Harry So We just had his birthday a month ago. Zane Malik. Oh, it's Justin Bieber, isn't it? It's, it's Justin
1: Bieber. Today is Look, his birthday. I was in the stratosphere, that's all. You were in the stratosphere. I thought we all agreed we kind of liked Harry Styles, though. He was... You know. like the song that I played by Harry Styles I, last I month? Did,
3: I had no issue with it. Yeah, you don't that like Justin Bieber though. Not to listen to. <laughs> this is Holy by
1: Justin Bieber featuring Justin the I Rapper. Like
3: That's just what this song needs—someone talking over it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I could have played Yummy. You don't even play I Yummy. I do not. That's you, said, I, you asked me and I said no. Oh, I thought you said yes. What when i said no uh, when i hear i can't go down the <laughs> hey jimbo you want to get that license you?
1: there you go this is yummy by justin bieber so uh.
0: all right can we make yummy an offensive word <laughs> so this never has to happen again
1: I hate Justin Bieber. I'm just messing with you. This
0: is the most annoying garbage I've heard in a long time. Worse than me? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. I feel like I need, I feel like this song is just about, I'm about to me too this song. (laughs) Okay.
1: Uh, Justin Bieber over there, John Dawson. How old is he today? 46. How old?
3: 46. 46. Wait, wait, are you saying Justin Timberlake or Justin Bieber? Justin, Justin Bieber. Bieber. I'm sorry. Why would I have Justin Timberlake in my head? Um, <laughs> you, you, you don't mind him taking another know, shot, right? Go yeah, for it. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: um, we both win. <laughs> <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> I was wondering he was having a stroke. <laughs> yeah, no joke. 30. I don't know.
0: Okay.
1: You got to give him credit. He's much closer that time.
0: Yeah, 29.
1: <laughs> Congratulations, Jonathan Massey. He
0: was more I like first. to have two stabs in it, okay? Yeah, he did give you I two shots. You t- I thought it was Justin Timberlake. Yeah, Justin Timberlake's actually not just I bad. like Justin Timberlake. You would. <laughs> I like him to listen to. You would. That's him right there on the left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the box. Yeah, yeah it really is, yeah.
1: That's him. So, uh, hey, we got another musical hint here uh, for you, uh, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. Hold on. Bully for us. Let's see if you've heard this song before.
0: Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Be careful. Don't, he don't com- he probably me. saw that one coming from down 70.
1: Yeah, probably. He's the lead singer and co-founder of this band. Today is his birthday. It's the great... Roger Daltrey. Roger Daltrey. I love this song, man. This is, what, this one of, this is literally... I've told you this for years. This is one of my top five favorite songs of all time. Mm-hmm. It is. This is awesome. <clears throat> Got to see him perform it twice live in person. Thanks to my boy, John Dawson, over here. Twice? Yeah. We saw him in uh, Greensboro one time. We saw him in Raleigh one time. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. But I saw him both times with you. That's right. So this is
0: your favorite Who song?
1: This is my favorite Who song. I know song. you don't
0: like to say you have a favorite, but if you pick one, it would be Love, Rain or Me.
3: Probably. But this is up there, obviously. Oh. Well, this is from my favorite, but probably my well, and Who's next or neck and neck? As you far know as what I my idea.
0: favorite who song is. Do you know what my favorite who song is? I know is? what it is.
3: It's the least who song. It's the least whoish song in their catalog. What is it? He likes Eminence Front. I, I love Eminence Front too, though. Yep. But this right here is just
1: this is awesome. And I told you for uh, thirty years, I, th- I didn't know the name of the song was Bob O'Reilly. I thought it was uh, Teenage Wasteland. Yeah, Teenage Wasteland. I really did. So. But did you know when you look up? Oh God! As uh, listeners know, we keep Molly in a different room, you know, uh, while we do the show. And uh, show producer Linda Whittington said, "Do not light a match when we walk through uh, the other room on our way out." We'll okay? talk about that during this song. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jeez. I know. Roger Daltrey, uh, frontman for a band, he's got to be in the top five all time, right?
3: you got to think, uh, my Freddie Mercury. Favorite. I know he's your personal favorite, but I'll oh, hear I don't want ranking anyway. Yeah, hold on. I love this right this here. This is Pete singing. That's
0: right. Sing. God,
1: now that's back to Roger now, though. Yes. Great, I've got to go first. Yes, you do, Roger Daltrey. So you better get it right because you know, homie over here is going to be right on top of it, right?
0: Oh, I have no doubt. Uh, first of all, you're not saying that as a knock against my my choice of song, right? No, I'm just saying it's
3: the least Whoish song in their catalog. What is that a, what's that say about me? Nothing.
0: But you like Nothing other long. songs
3: in their catalog? Uh,
0: seventy six.
1: Yeah, hold on one second. I'm I'm assuming I'm not right, so. Yeah, you're not right. Uh, Tell him how old. uh, Hold on.
3: God, what a great song. And what's interesting is they could have recorded this yesterday, and nobody knows this was written in 1970. It came out in 71. Dude, I agree with you. Hold on. We're all wasted. They're all wasted. What a great song Making the Stones sound like crap since 1964 I love it Roger Daltrey, he said 76, tell him how old he is He's 79 or 80, I'll say 79 Congratulations Jonathan Parrott Dawson He is indeed 79
1: years old today
0: How old's your dad?
1: He'll your dad's set, the same I mean, age My dad was born in
0: 51 Who's your dad the same age as? Is somebody that Sting That's right, okay I just—I can't believe them.
1: Sting and Roger Daltrey are only, what,
3: six years apart? Seven years apart? That's crazy to me. Well, when the police came around, they had been—they actually knew how to play, but they pretended to be a punk band so they could get signed. Then after they got signed, they—oh, we and actually they, can't. Tell the story play. about why they all bleached their hair blonde. It was for a chewing gum commercial because they were broke and needed some money. Yeah. Sting was a substitute teacher. Yep. That's where uh, Don't Stand So Close To Me came from. Andy Summers was, he almost replaced uh, Mick Taylor in the Rolling Stones. He'd been around a while. Wow. This is so awesome.
1: River dance. What instrument is that? Is that a banjo? It's a banjo comes in, right? No. Oh. It's a violin. Oh. fiddle. There you go, Roger Dalton. you lead two to one now, John Dawson, and it goes to you. Uh, he was Opie Taylor, and then became an award-winning director. Ron it's Howard. Ron Howard. You talk about somebody that hey, now that's another former child star that did good. That you know had every excuse in the world, probably to you know.
3: Well, his parents were actors, and I think they knew how to raise him to not be a jerk. What was his What's his brother's name? Rance. Is it? Isn't it Rance Howard? Because he He's the one that he's real goofy looking. He, but he appeared on the Andy Griffith show. I think he was the little kid with the, always had the jelly sandwich. Maybe. But his, Clint Howard. Maybe I'm thinking of his dad. <laughs> he's really his dad's name. Rance Howard is go, his dad. There, there you go. go. But his brother's name is Clint Howard and just his dad appeared on the show. He was a bus driver in one, he was a deputy in another. He would pop up in little bits. Well, I have had totally forgotten about this. You and I are big Seinfeld people. He his was dad on was on Seinfeld. His dad and his brother were on Seinfeld. Well, he
1: was in that episode when uh Frazier. Uh, Fraser. Good Lord, talk about crossing over. Uh, Kramer goes to Hollywood. Remember when he goes to L A? Yeah, he was the serial killer. Clint Howard was the serial killer. And their killer. dad
3: Rance was the farmer when they when they went off into the cornfield and Newman was eating supper with the fam the family. No way. That That's Ron was- Howard's dad. I believe so. I think. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, uh, Clint, How- Clint Howard.
1: Clint Howard. Ron Howard, today is his birthday, uh, John, John Dawson.
0: 68.
3: You say
1: 68. Jonathan Massey, how old is Ron Howard today?
0: 67.
1: He was born March 1st. 1954. That means children. He is 69 years old today. He was born, like I said, March 1st, 1954. So you've clinched the day already, John Dawson. You're up one to nothing here in March.
0: If mm-hmm. it tells you anything about who I am as a person now, I would rather really get a, a, a birthday wrong than <laughs> say what I know the answer is.
1: Did you knew he was 69? Yeah.
0: Well, when he said that, I was I just didn't
1: like, flinch. I didn't. No. I kept but as soon my as he said face. It,
0: it took everything in me not to go because i'm like if he's because you know better than i would how old he is if he said something that close he's got to be well just the show
3: started in 1960 and i think he was five or six when it started i was trying i thought he was he'd have been six yeah so but he's 69 today though john dawson yes
0: just can't bring myself to say it anymore
1: <laughs> okay uh we have a dad person here to end the game not that it matters because jonathan parrot dawson's already clinched today but you got to do your best impression of it you've done i have bet anything you've done an impression of this person here before uh the great harry Carey. Oh, you have done an impression <coughs> of him not before, a great John. one dawson
0: i think we've both done one because i okay. do the will ferrell impression the okay. Carey.
1: Yeah. then go ahead give me a harry Carey.
0: Well, hello there, baseball fans. It's great to have you back at Wrigley Field. Now, let me ask you a question. If the moon was made of green cheese, would you eat it? How about if it was made of barbecue spare ribs? I know <laughs> I would. I would I'd eat it with like cold a cold Budweiser. <laughs> oh, cu- Cubs win. Cubs win.
3: <laughs>
1: Those are two pretty good impressions there. I I'm I think massey has
3: got the better Harry Carey. Yeah, he he's got a, the he's got the nasal thing. He's got there. the breathy, yeah, the yeah. breathy nasal part. I can't do it. Hi, I'm Harry. Carey. I used to. Look, I had a clock radio when I was a kid, and I would pick up, I could pick up Chicago games at night because the I guess the atmosphere was strong or whatever. I didn't care about the game. I just Harry Carey got drunker and drunker, and it was just so cool to listen to him on the radio. <laughs> that is too funny.
1: I
0: love it. But the, the wheel no, fell off. No,
1: I'll tell you, when you were a kid, though, the station. And it, but after and it, they put lights in. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about Chicago. No, and that even makes more sense. That's when he was still with St. Louis because he was a St. Louis Cardinals broadcaster for a long time. I while did we were not kids. know that. But it's at St. Louis station. What is it, WOS or something? or.
3: You're right. Yeah, I think and it, it
1: it's saying, that's what I'm saying. I'm also trying to yeah. slam your point. Hold on, but the, the bit
0: that Will Ferrell did on SNL was with Jeff Goldblum, and Jeff Goldblum perfect, was like perfect. Yeah, yeah, was like an astrophysicist. He's, he's like, Doctor, let me ask you, if you were if you were faced with the decision of flying into the sun. Or having a plate of spare ribs, what would you do? Yeah. Well, of course, I would eat the spare ribs. Oh, thank God. I was worried <laughs> you were going to pick the sun. He went on Letterman
3: as Harry Carey. Yeah, once so I remember. Yeah.
0: I hey! I was worried you picked the sun. Yeah. Why would I pick the sun? I don't know. That's probably why my friends call me Whiskers. <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: <right.
1: laughs> Dude, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Oh. Uh, I can't find the station, but I'm positive it was a St. Louis station there that you were go. listening to that uh, did it. Okay, uh, so there you go. Uh, Jonathan Massey, how old would the great Harry Carey be? He died in 1998. If that helps, he died in 1998.
0: For 25 years. You know what?
1: I hope wherever he is right now, and I hope he's in heaven. Obviously, I hope he's drinking a ice cold Budweiser right An ice now. Ice cold
0: Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, got a hot dog in one hand, an ice-cold Budweiser in the other hand, and just enjoying his, uh, his
3: birthday.
0: Willie Mahays is up to the plate. <laughs> All it took was me dying, and 20 years later, the Cubs win. The Cubs <laughs> win. <laughs>
1: Harry uh, Carey, how old is, would he be today there, Jonathan Massey?
0: Well, I'll be honest with you, Brian.
1: I, yeah, you got to do it in your Harry Carey voice. Go I ahead. can't
0: remember the exact date of my birth, as you can assume I was a young rascal i would say i would be about 99 years old
1: you say 99 harry Carey, number one how about you harry Carey, number
3: two i'm gonna say 98 brian because that's my <laughs> blood
0: alcohol level right
1: now <laughs> <laughs> that's good
3: no harry carries
1: you were born march 1st 1914 you would be 109 years old today if you were still alive
0: well, I'm young for my age on account of I'm dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Oh, my God. That's awesome. So, uh, you win today, John Dawson, 3-2. to two. You start off March right, one day to nothing. That's awesome. Uh, hey, a couple of great birthdays here uh, locally. Uh, Chris Edwards. Uh, hey, you've met Chris. Yeah, you know yeah, Chris, of course. Good voice Lord. Voice of
0: several Duke sports right now.
1: Yep, of uh, Duke baseball, of Duke uh, women's basketball, and just... Uh, one of the great guys, man. One of the all-time great guys. Uh, we got to know him at the Holiday Invitational. Genuinely good dude. Yeah, uh, it is not. A, I've never heard a, a bad word. Come, and I mean this. I mean a mean word towards anybody else Look, ever.
0: When Eddie Gray has nothing but good things to say about you, <laughs> you're doing something right.
1: You absolutely. Because I can tell you
0: right now, Eddie Gray. Not a fan of Brian Hanks. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> Eddie Gray wow. loves me. Have you seen what I got to show you on the way out here today? Uh, uh, when they won the state championship back in 2015, when they the Wake County gave him a coin, uh, they give it to all their state championship winning coaches. He gave it to me, dude, at the Holiday Invitational this past year. Oh, that's it's cool. on my mantle. It's on my mantle. It is very there. nice. It is very nice. And well, it, I, I love his but I also I'm the biggest fan of Eddie Gray in the world, probably. So
0: I mean. God, I love outside of Orange County, probably my favorite. And I know you like the guy at Leesville Road. I do. Uh, Russ Frazier. Yeah, Russ Frazier, great guy. Uh, The guy down at First Flight. Oh, yeah, Chad Williams. Yeah, just so many great coaches, but Eddie Gray will forever be my favorite.
1: Well, I'll never forget uh Eddie Gray <laughs> and we've got a ramp. We're talking about Chris Edwards right now and somehow we got into Eddie Gray talk, but I love it. I love it. I'd have no regret. You know I've got no regrets. My favorite line was when Devin Booker was on the threshold of maybe breaking uh Donald Williams scoring record at the holiday invitation. You were there. Do you remember what he said?
0: Oh I remember who <laughs> I don't care if we lose the game. I'm going to put everybody on him if he gets close to that record and then after the game he didn't break the record I told him that Justin Jack was it Justin Jackson, Jackson yeah that went to Carolina was getting ready had, a, had he was just as close as Devin Booker was he's like Great. So he gets into, up into the press at, press conference. He's like, and my man Jonathan over here just tells me there's another guy about to break it. I guess I'm gonna have, gonna have to sit behind their bench and guard him too. Wow.
1: <laughs> the, and he also said, uh, well, that, that's a, and he did say all that because your memory is infinitely better than mine. But do you what he the famous line that he, oh, gave he about would Devin get out Booker, there
0: and defend him himself? No, no, no. To. He
1: said if he's going down the court and he's on you know one point away or whatever, he was going to run out on the court and trip him. Wow. <laughs> I Great. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that funny.
0: record has been broken. Now. It
1: has been broken. Kobe White? Kobe White. Look at you. You didn't even do that one. Kobe White from Wilson Greenfield uh, broke the record. Kobe White that went to Carolina, remember? Oh, yeah. And now, now plays Eddie for the did Chicago did try to Bulls. crack a
0: chair over his back while he was doing <laughs> but, uh,
3: but
1: Kobe White
0: outran I wish, I wish him. Kobe yeah. White
3: had another year of college eligibility right yeah, now. I bet you do. <laughs> uh, but
1: happy birthday, Chris Edwards, again. One of the great, all-timers. Great, great, Love great. him again uh, to death. Then Clifton Hargit, uh, One of the uh, great basketball minds in our area, and uh, I think a lot of him, Clifton Hargett. But a happy birthday, Clifton. Happy birthday, Chris Edwards. A
0: happy birthday, Harry Carey. Thanks. Oh, thank you, Brian, or whatever your name is. (laughs) There
1: you go. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. And want to thank our good friends, man. We just had a great, great show here for you in the first hour. Junie Smith's third, Chris Brown. And then the great James Alverson from the NCHSAA, uh, really, really, really going to uh, going to miss him. Listen, tomorrow's show, we've got Steve Mintz going to break some news here on the show tomorrow with us. He'll be with us in our first hour uh, along with Shane Albee. We're going to have a great show for you. Have a great, great hump day. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community
2: College.